Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Yeah! God. I came in like a wrecking ball! No, Hogan, no! <laughs> no, Hogan, stop! Stop, Hulk Hogan! You wrecked me! Oh my god. You feel that's like, uh... The first time she tried butt stuff? <laughs> I mean, we all know where that sledgehammer's going. Let's just I say that. I came in like a wrecking ball. I probably should have looped it first. Oh, man. Something. I mean, I, 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 did, I did not care for, you know, for the Miley Cyrus, like, getting naked, licking a hammer, on the wrecking ball, swinging around. But then for Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hollywood Hogan, to whore himself out in the same manner... Doing a parody, but for like a web hosting service called Hostamania? What, mm-hmm. what what's happening? I thought that was awesome. I first I didn't understand the commercial when you posted on Facebook, and then it got to the part where he was swinging on the wrecking ball with his thong, and I was like, Oh, oh Hogan, yes, uh, <laughs> so awesome. I'm just thinking, Ah, oh, Hulk Hogan probably cannot afford a butt double. It's Hulk Hogan's butt on a ball. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I loved it. <sighs> Hulk Hogan needs like one of those yoga balls. He doesn't need a wrecking ball. He needs the, like the prostate-inducing uh, yoga ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Miles Cyrus was on Saturday Night Live last night. I DVR'd it. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know if she actually brought a wrecking ball into the stage, but hopefully. See, I was kind of wondering if she was gonna tear up a picture of the Pope, because <laughs> all all week it's been like Sinead O'Connor for whatever reason just took it upon herself to be like. Uh, write these letters to Miley Cyrus being like, Myrie, quit uh, whoring yourself out. You look like a prostitute and uh, it's not good for women or anybody. And mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus is like tweeting back all these little troll things like, Teehee, here's all these embarrassing tweets that Sinead O'Connor did last year. Teehee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can see both sides of it. Miley Cyrus, whatever she wants to do, go fucking do it. I don't give a shit. But at the same time, you know, people are going to think certain things about you or or talk shit about you and, and that's just part of it too so it's like if you want to get naked get naked just don't get naked because you think that you have to do it to sell your music because you don't have to because you know what that wrecking ball song is kind of good so you don't got to get naked but you know no you know we ain't complaining if you do <laughs> just know that you're everyone's a dumbass when they're 20 sure and uh you know i mean you sure. might, you might regret it later but i feel like there's a famous quote on Facebook that says never regret anything you do in life because at some point that's exactly what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Of course that, 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 that quote doesn't reply uh does that quote doesn't quite go with like fascist dictators or anything, but for us normal people it's good. <laughs> I just think it's silly. It's like I mean you look at the Justin Bieber's of the world, the Miley Cyruses, and you know, at your first reaction my first reaction as like a thirty something year old is like Ah, these effing kids. Get off my lawn with your naked drug references. You're just bowing down to the man, doing whatever the man says so you can get on the man's radio. Nah, I mean, think about it. Think about when we were kids or when we were 20. Oh, sure. And, and Smack My Bitch Up was the top song in the nation. Oh, uh, but it's And we're all so like, fuck yeah, Smack My Bitch Up. I mean, like, people, like... People in their 40s and 50s openly wept in the streets mm-hmm. that we were listening to Smack My Bitch Up. Yes. They're like, what has happened to the kids this day? The children! And we're like, smack my bitch up. No, it's not about smacking bitches. This is a great song, but, That's right. you know. So, I mean, you know, we lived. 
and we're semi-normal, and, and they will be too. I know, but Eric, oh, but it's so much worse now. Today's generation is <laughs> just me, 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 and... Uh, I disagree. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm totally with No, every oh, generation looks back, and they're like, oh, the next generation sucks. What's happening to the planet? No, man, let the next generation get naked. I mean, you know, new <laughs> boobs. That's all I got to say. New boobs. Let's do it. Um, but speaking of, happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Thank happy you very much. Happy birthday to you. Yes, yes, you know, you know that uh, that it's a special day when you wake up and you have a million emails saying, "Hey, so and so that you haven't heard from in like years is posted on your timeline." Oh, you can you can um, change that so you don't get uh, email notifications anymore. I told you know what I I did for most things except for when somebody actually posts on my wall, which never usually happens oh, okay yeah Except occasionally today. i throw something stupid on your page but i and that's and that's exactly why i want to be like oh yo here's an email uh-huh. to remind me like all right i need to check this out gotcha. but like yeah the hundreds or maybe maybe just 10 of my mm-hmm. friends <laughs> now i will say i will say i like facebook happy birthdays from people mm-hmm. you know it's nice that someone that i you know used to know and stuff takes a second to write on there however when i do it to other people i refuse to say happy birthday, and hit send. Because right. I feel like that's the very, I, mean, I guess the least you could do is not say anything, but the really, the really, really least, least, least you could do is just write happy birthday. And then you've got, you know, 50 or so people that just say happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, all the way to scroll down. Mm-hmm. When I do it, I've got to be me. So, like, I always got to I got to put in some kind of joke or some kind of link. You know, I got to do something that, like, so if that person gets it, they can really, like, possibly appreciate for five seconds that I put a slight bit of effort. I mean, I didn't send a card or anything, you know, but, <laughs> but if I, you know, but if I yeah. write some kind of joke on there, you know, like, happy birthday, hope you get ass play or something uh, like that. Ew. It's just a little bit more nasty than, than saying happy birthday. Well, I was just, that's like, just, like, like, I hope you get a wrecking ball tonight. Exactly. So <laughs> that, that's what I do. Like, I will never just say happy birthday. And I'll also never just say congrats. If someone has something nice happen in their life, I've got to go a little bit more. So I'll actually sit there and blow off work for like a minute. I mean, I always look for reasons to do that anyways. <laughs> but I'll blow off work for a full minute to think of something good to post on somebody's wall. No, and that's nice. And, that, and, and like, you know, there's like a small part of me that thinks like, you know, deep down inside, you know, I'm thinking like, well, well, all you well-wishers, you only remembered because Facebook sent you a little uh, thing in the mail because you signed up for like a birthday calendar like five years ago. Yeah, but I mean, I the only people whose birthdays I actually remember is my family's, and that's it. Yes, I don't remember any of my friends' birthdays. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I might be able to narrow it down to a month. So, I'm glad Facebook does that for me. Oh, exactly. It's like the, it's like the one nice thing that like nobody can complain about, except yeah. for me, I guess. Yeah. So just know that whoever, whenever a bunch of people post happy birthday on on someone's wall, I post the best happy birthday ever. See, it's I used my, to do art. I, I used to do that, man. I used to try to be clever and stuff, but like, I, I don't know what it is with me, but I just take it too far. So uh, I stopped doing that. <laughs> I think somebody got offended about something that I said about the happy. Like, I was trying to go for something and it didn't really come across. And yeah, he's got to be careful. Happy birthday wishes. All right, weirdo. Yeah, sorry. So uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about all the cool stuff that Chad needs to do at New York Comic Con this coming weekend. Yes. And uh, also, I'm going to tell you a scary story. Oh. Because we're in October now, and one of the best things about October <laughs> is the really shitty, scary movies that get played on all the channels. I yes. love it. I love, you know, all the Freddies and Jasons come on back. Sci-Fi Channel does some awesome 
original ones like um I just DVR'd one last night. It's a, it's a scary scarecrow movie. Oh yeah. Starring the the youngest girl from Party of Five, who was also the chick who I tra- kept trying to make fetch happen on Mean Girls. Oh nice. Her name is Lacey uh what Chabet or Chabert. <laughs> Chabert, Chabert, Chabert. Yeah. So she's she's in it now. Um so I, it was on late last night, so I'm I'm going to uh, watch it. But I love I love shitty scary movies in October. So in honor of in uh honor of that. I'm going to uh, tell you one real-life scary story that happened to me every episode in October. And you can decide. Now, it's, these are real stories, but enough time has gone, uh, enough time has passed that I'm willing to evaluate whether it was just real in my head or real like it is in real. Because, you know, shit happens when you're 13 and, and you know, your oh, sure. mind wanders and stuff. So, so I, will, I will relay these real-life stories that actually happened to me, kind of. And then we can uh, decide if, if they actually happen. So wow. I'll do one one scary story a week uh, in the month of October. Cool. All right. Now I will be fact checking on the internet while you tell them to make sure that you're not <laughs> plagiarizing some story that you read I, as a kid. Dude, I would not plagiarize. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, there's those great, those great, like, uh, like scary, scary stories, like volumes one through three that had like those like creepy um, illustrations. No, no, no. I mean, like, this is shit that really happened to me. Like, I remember them. In incredible detail because of how scared I was when it was happening. Yeah, are you, are you sure it's not going to be like, yeah? And then one time a spider bit me on the face, and I thought it was a zit. And then three days later, the zit kept growing, and then it popped, and little spiders came out. No, no, because if that happened, that would be amazing. Yes. So no, these are actual true stories that happened to me, and uh, so I will regale you with them, and they'll probably be just as cheesy as whatever Scarecrow movie I'm about to watch later. So. Oh hell yeah. Well, let's talk about Comic Con, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, God, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go to the website so I can, <laughs> so I, so I can like see what I've pulled up on the on the old schedule. Well, here's you want me to tell you some of the stuff I would like you to go to. Yeah. So Comic Con, it's it's happening this upcoming week. We're we're recording right today on October sixth, the greatest day in the universe. Right. Uh, in the year. Uh, so that's so less than a week away. This Thursday, it's gonna start up, and there's like four hour uh, press slash. Uh, four four day Badger dudes get to go in on Thursday. Thursday is like the best day because nobody's there. Yes, that you were. I remember you told me that last year when we went, and it was like there was no line to play video games and stuff. It's pretty yeah, sweet. That's that's like the day to play video games because otherwise you're gonna sit in a line for an hour. Yeah. So here's a list of stuff. I don't know necessarily that you would go to, but here's a list of stuff that I'm super jealous that you were going and I'm not this year. Okay. So here's a list of stuff that I would be going to see if I was with you this year. Mm. And then you can just decide if you would go to any of these. Okay. Uh, first of all, Walking Dead panel. All the characters are going to, all the actors and actresses are going to be there. Walking yeah. Dead. Walking Dead starts next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, up again, season four. So obviously you're going to get some sweet ass footage there. Mm-hmm. Um, Archer, one of my favorite shows on television. Archer is going to have a panel. All the voice actors. I mean, H. John Benjamin is the best, but Aisha Tyler's going to be there. All the people are going to be there for Archer. God damn, I wish it was there. I hope it's streamed live. Like, some of their shit is streamed live. That is going to be a hilarious panel. Mm-hmm. Got to see Archer. And, yeah. and if you don't know anything about Archer, this might be what would get you into it. If you go to this panel and then start watching it, you don't need the, the storylines of the last three seasons. Like, you could just go to this panel and then start watching Archer in January, and you would love it guarantee it um 
I feel like I selected all TV. The League. It's about <laughs> The League is a show about fantasy football. It's one of my favorite TV shows out there. It's like season five now. The League is all improv. It's all comedians, and it's just fucking hilarious. Wow, I, did, I had no idea that show existed. It's a. It's on FXX. Um, it used to be. I mean, it's about fantasy football, but you don't need to be into fantasy football. Like that's such a small part of the show. Mm. Um, but it's a bunch of comedian friends. Um. And they just had, they just come up with like this basic storyline and then just improv the whole episode and it's it's hilarious. That's cool. There's a uh, God. There reminds me of another show. I can't remember it. Um, I mean, there's Curb Your Enthusiasm, but then uh, the guy uh, Larry David mm-hmm. from yep. that show went and did another show. Uh, but it's basically the same premise. Like they're like, all right, we kind of sketched out a rough outline, and then they're just gonna come up with like hilarious stuff to get from point A to point B. Mm. Um. Kevin Eastman is going to be there. Who's that? Are you fucking serious? You, when you say Eastman, I think Eastman and Laird. Yes, that's oh, who dude. I'm talking about. All the right, Ninja Turtle then. creator. <laughs> now, this is the Ninja Turtle creator that is still involved. Peter Laird, I believe, sold his half right. and is out. And Kevin Eastman is is uh, is getting wrecking balled by Michael Bay as they work on the movie. Right, so he's like the, uh, he's like the Boone from uh, Boone and Tobias. Yeah, so this is the guy that you want to listen to because he's probably going to talk about the Ninja Turtle movie. Right. Uh, yeah, the movie I do not care about. Yeah, but, I mean, you could find out more about it and then tell us next podcast. <laughs> I don't know. See, that's that's the whole thing is, like, it's like yes, I'm going to, to Comic-Con, and I'm, I'm planning on going for Thursday, Friday, and uh, some parts of Saturday. And there's, mm-hmm. like, so much to see. And, yeah. like, you know, us being podcast, being press, you know, like, we have a certain, like, access like more mm-hmm. access than like the usual guys, but like, and I've been getting emails from all these PR companies like every single week, and mm-hmm. uh, and a friend of mine who also like getting the exact same things. Like we're kind of like lamenting together that like we're getting all this cool like access to all these you know like celebrities and stars and TV show people that like we don't really. It's like man, I'm just really not that into it to be sincere about like a real interview. Fuck! I wish I was. Can me and you switch bodies for like six hours? Right. I would. T- I would take all of them. Line me up. This is why. This is why I'm missing you, man. You got to be here. Because no. like, I got this email the other day. It's like, hey, guess what? They're rebooting Leprechaun, and ah, Horn- and the Hornswoggle is gonna be there, and you could talk to him. And I'm like, you know, uh, I don't care enough about the Leprechaun oh reboots. Oh my god, I have so many questions. <laughs> That's the fucking coolest. You get to interview Hornswoggle about Leprechaun the reboot. Yeah, that, that, that's. Come on, man. There's, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, man, professional podcaster. We're going to have the content that people want to hear about. And then mo- most of me just like, I just want to go to Comic-Con and, and look at all the vendors and buy some art and like <laughs> read comics. So man, that's, that, I, would, I would definitely like to. Well, next year, I'm all over it. That's my that's my conundrum. Yeah, that's why I'm missing you, bro. Because like a lot, a lot of these like shows that you're like talking about reading, like I'm looking at my list that I saved and it's it's like a short list. I'm like, I just want to go there and, like, say hi to all the art people and go to the Korra, uh, uh, which we call it, panel. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that one. <clears throat> I'm saving that one for last because I knew that we would both connect on that one. All right, I'll skip a couple things. All right, here we go. There are three professional wrestlers that are going to be there. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be worth it to talk to Hulk Hogan. True. I have not gotten that email yet, but I would. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He was there. I think I swear he was there before. Well, last time we saw a couple wrestlers that were just posing for pictures, but that wasn't one of them. Right. But Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I follow him on Twitter. 
He still he still wrestles in like indie uh, circuits. And the dude is hilarious. I highly recommend you follow him on Twitter. He's so funny. Oh yeah, I thought. See, I, I think every tweet would be him going, "Oh." Well, uh, uh, some of them are, but I mean, he actually he'll watch uh, Monday Night Raw and he'll actually make fun of it and stuff oh, and talk about funny. how awesome he would be and stuff. Like it's if you like wrestling, um, it's it's definitely a good. It's good. Listen. See, that's the thing. Is like, um, I was thinking. Oh man, I could talk to actual wrestlers. Ah, uh, cool. But uh, then I would have to admit that all I watch on wrestling lately is Botchamania on YouTube. <laughs> um, and of course, Sergeant Slaughter. Ah, uh, yeah, the windjammer I mean, himself. Sergeant Slaughter. Let's face it. If you could meet him and ask him a question about GI Joe the movie. Or Mario or just Brothers. Schedule the episodes. Or Mario Brothers. He totally guest starred as Sergeant Slaughter on an episode of the live action Mario Brothers show. Okay, so I mean that would be worth it. <laughs> that yes. would be worth it. So I mean, those are some good wrestlers that would be, you know, it'd be worth talking to for a couple seconds. You you get like one good question and I would die to hear what they'd have to say. Yeah, and 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 I'll and I'll say like I did take a couple of those PR guys up on a couple things, but I'll I'll mention those after your uh, your list. Okay. Well, um, here's here's something that you have to do, not just for me, but for our listeners, for okay. our Facebook page. Okay. Your assignment. You need to, because I'm not going to be there to do it. Yeah. You need to take two cosplay pictures. Okay? Two cosplay pictures. One is the coolest cosplay picture, coolest cosplay outfit that you see there. Mm-hmm. You know, like if someone comes, dresses Optimus Prime and actually transforms into a truck that can take diesel fuel and drives out of <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, like maybe take a wrecking ball yeah so i mean like the coolest yeah if someone comes as a wrecking ball with a naked mannequin on top of it mm. like take so like the coolest picture out there take it and share it on our facebook page and the hottest okay so whatever the hottest one is too take that one too so we have both and the hottest could be the coolest but then if if that is the case then just take another one well here's well uh, all right all right so so i'll bring uh, i'll i'll reveal something to you eric yes so uh I could do that quite easily, quite easily because I've gotten the invite to this like after like it's like this cosplay after party. Oh, hap- cool! Happening at like some pub that's like close by to the Javits mm-hmm. Center, and it's like late night, and it's like uh, but they're basically sponsored and they're there to promote the hell out of this new uh, mobile game. Okay. But there's so much other stuff like I want to see and do at the con. It's like, do I really want to leave the Javits Center? go over to this place where there's like a bunch of like awkward teenagers staring at professional models in cosplay gear uh hawking a mobile game that sounds pretty good but okay (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you don't have to go to that i mean you'll see enough of them walking around but just keep in your mind you have to do this for me and for all our fans that will just be living through your facebook page for this got it two pictures the coolest one and the hottest one Last year, the hottest had to be that female Loki that was wandering around. Yeah, there was like 12 female Lokis. I know. But yeah, I, I know I can think of the one you're talking about. Yeah, I'll be curious to, to hear which is the most popular outfit. It was definitely the, the female Lokis and, of course, Deadpool was last well, year. But. Well, dude, well, well, Thor The Dark World is coming out pretty soon. Right. So you think there'd be like a couple uh, couple pro models uh, like uh, dressed up once again. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that chick Thor will be there. Who knows? Maybe. So, yeah. So, take one of the coolest and one of the hottest. And the hottest, probably, in my mind, would be coolest anyways. But, uh, and post those on Facebook page so we can uh, we can all see what we're missing there. 
And uh, yeah, I've, the last one obviously is the Legend of Korra panel. How oh, psyched! Yeah. How psyched are you for that? I mean, you're first in line for that. I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely! It's like you know, like I've I've been dying. I've been waiting for like some some PR email to come out and be like, "Yo, would you like to interview the voice of Bolin?" He's because he's gonna be there. Bolin gonna be there. Korra's gonna be there, and I think the um, and uh, Joaquin Dos Santos is gonna be there. I mean, awesome. that's that's my dream. It's like yeah. I feel like that's what our podcast is all about. Like, like you know, it's like. I'm just I'm just foaming at the mouth, and I got to tell you, man, I am completely caught up with the series, and I watched the new episode that came out last night. Mm. So like, I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm doing much better now. There's 12 episodes in the first season. I'm I finished 10. Oh, oh that's good. So yeah, you know, I, I basically watch one every other day when I get a chance on my lunch break, and um, so um, you know, I got to the part where Mako's girlfriend's dad was evil guy oh yeah and, man and i then, love i love i love that faux asian accent where he's like i gotta believe my uh, daughter is dating a firebender yeah <laughs> um and then i got to the part where uh torlock has been revealed as a bad guy and he was a bloodbender yeah but the thing was for me like you knew that torlock was a bad guy the second you met him right. like oh he's on the council he's instantly bad although my whole theory was that he was actually Aman. That was, was my – all right, you, you, are, you are not alone in that theory. I was, like, screaming at times, like, he's freaking Amon. He's playing right into Amon's head. He's the same guy. Yeah, so the whole time I was like, obviously he's bad, and I'm pretty sure he's Amon. And so when he's a blood better and stuff, I was like, this is cool. But then Amon comes and strips some of his powers. I was like, shit, he was a bad guy, but he was totally on his own. So there's only two episodes left, but that's the last thing I saw was Amon took Torlock's powers. And, and then they all um, – the Equalists ransacked the city, went after the Airbender's tower. Mm-hmm. They narrowly escaped, and then the poli- chief of police, Metalbender, sacrifices her power to uh, to hold them off. That's All the right. last thing I saw. All right, so so real talk, how dumb are the good guys in season one? Oh yeah, I mean like the panel panel is ridiculous you know the uh the, the governing council or whatever it's like they just basically just bend over and do whatever the hell uh uh torlock says and torlock's like i want to institute martial law and totally play into the bad guy's hands and they're like okay yeah that's why i thought that he was Amon because he just kept passing rules that Amon would would pass you know to to drive the non-bending people against the benders and stuff so yeah, exactly. And so, and when you find out that he's not Amon, you're like, wait, wait. So you were just an idiot mm-hmm. who was making terrible decisions for seemingly no reason. Yeah. And totally played into the bad guy's hands. What you thought you were doing good. So you just are just the dumbest guy ever. I was just like, oh my god. Like I thought, I thought the regular good guys were, were kind of dumb. It's like, oh man, it's like Cora. Okay, she's a, you know she's a strong-headed teenager, and like mm-hmm. I wish the air uh, bending guy was a Tenzin was a little smarter, and he they, they seem to be the only people making decisions. Uh, but mm-hmm. then, ah, oh, King Dumb is Torlock because he's just like, hey, guess what, guys? I'm not the main villain of the series. I was just playing into his hands. Sorry. Well, it was a nice, was a nice surprise though. That yeah, that wasn't a mod, but um, and obviously I never watched any of the last Airbender, so I don't know what these other bending things are. So I was surprised by the metal bending, and I was definitely surprised by the blood bending. I was like, oh shit, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, well, well, when I saw that, I was like, I was like, wait a second, how many bending things are they? I don't oh, know, is you like, know, is there like is there like penis bending? I know, it's like is there ah! like. Ah! 
<laughs> is there like beer bending? Uh, you know? Is there? I mean, like it could be like any kind of bending. I don't know. So I guess that's fun. It leaves it open for more stuff. Um, but obviously, I'm totally into the show. It's amazing, and um, it's probably good that I haven't watched it all yet because I've just really enjoy every episode. I will try only watch one episode a day to like really savor my meal because <laughs> um, you know obviously I'll be caught up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great. So I, I'm so pumped for you and jealous that you get to go to this panel. And oh, they said you're going to get to see like a new footage or something too. Yeah, they're going to play whatever episode has not come out yet. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's it's always cool to see something that you're really into with a bunch of random strangers that are also really into it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's one of the best things about going to a video game con initially was just like, yo, there's people just like me that love the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to that. And if I get that email, man, if I get that email that's like, hey, would you like to talk to any of the above? I'm I'm jumping all over that. That would be good. You'd come in like a wrecking ball. That's right. I come in like Hulk Hogan's shaved buttocks, riding a giant foam wrecking ball, hawking web hosting okay. services. Yeah, so I, I'm pumped for that Legend of Korra thing. So I, you know, make sure and tell us all the cool behind the scenes answers that they give about the story and how it came together and funny shit they do and stuff like that. I gotta, I gotta think up some good questions because they always do Q and A. Right. You know, I gotta be, I gotta be first. And look, what happens is like, and you've seen this. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, does anybody have any questions? And like three, two or three people run up to the microphone if they're not there yet. Yeah, and they're usually dressed up like the show. Yes, and they're usually like. I have the dumbest possible thing to say, and later in, I might regret it. In four parts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one question, have, jerk. <laughs> I actually have two questions, and one of them is in the form of three questions. Yeah, they really are the worst questions, usually. Yeah, so I got to think up some good ones so I don't look dumb. Yeah, so don't, yeah, don't, like, the, I feel like the worst questions are, one, it's not a question. They're just um, nitpicking. Right. They're like, well, you know, in the comic book it was called... Star City, and you guys call it Starling City. That's stupid. Yeah. Or, or they come up and be like, "Can I have a hug?" <laughs> and then they're like, "Fuck, I don't want to touch you." Okay, everyone's watching. And then everyone's like, "Oh!" And then you see like six more huggers line up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me next, me next. Like, uh, God damn it! I'm going to bathe in Purell tonight. <laughs> so yeah, really, think that's... of something cool. I know, I know. I got to think of something, you know. But, like, I, but it, can't, it depends who you ask, though, because you can't ask the act, the voice actor Bolin about your steam-powered question. <laughs> no, no, exactly. No, that's that. Well, that's the thing. Is like I, I like I think I've already answered my own question on that. Like I've already thought like, oh man, what they would probably answer is, oh, we didn't have enough time. We're focusing on relationships, and uh, it's in the art book slash, um, you know, like a, a Wikipedia site. You can go look it up on the internet. Yeah, you have to give. They've heard the same question so many times. You have to give them a fun question that actually makes them think out of the box for a second that they would appreciate. You yeah. know, like how would Cora do against uh, Sub Zero? Because <laughs> Sub Zero is technically a waterbender. You know, he just uh-huh. he just always does uh, ice, but he's technically a waterbender. So and he's wearing blue too. So you should be like, who would win in a fight between Cora and Sub Zero? Mm. I swear to God, Chad, if you ask that question, everyone there will cheer for you. That's a great question. Everyone would laugh, <laughs> cheer, as long as the voice actors knew who Sub Zero was, which they probably. I, I know. See, I was just thinking they'd like, be like, "Who's Sub Zero?" I don't know. I'm just telling you, like that question would kill in the audience. I don't know, man. See, I had a similar experience when uh, when Mo Rocca, who used to be on the Daily Show, 
Now he's on NPR's Wait, Wait, uh, Don't Tell Me, mm-hmm. occasionally. Uh, he came to our, our college campus, and I was racking my brains for, like, a funny question to ask him. And so um, there was this huge line to go see him after he, we, you know, like, was done, like, talking to everybody. And I got up there, and I was like, hey, Mo Rocca, who would win in, who would win in a fight, Abraham Lincoln or Teddy Roosevelt? Okay. And... And he was like, oh, 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 those are my two favorite presidents. And he tried to kind of come up with, like, something cool and witty on the spot. But I could tell that it was, like, like you know, like, it wasn't exactly his uh, his bag. So it was kind of, like, more like me, like, hey, I've got this great thing. And here's all my, like, energy, like, focused on this thing, on you coming up with a funny answer to something I think is funny. Mm, okay. and he, he, but he wasn't really, like, into it. So I was like, yeah. So I, I guess I learned my lesson. Okay. Well... Fine. But, I still think it, I still think it'd be a good question. Really. No, there's, there's who's gotta... the better? Or maybe not. Maybe not who would win in a fight. Maybe that's overplayed. Mm-hmm. Maybe just say who's the better waterbender, Cora or Sub Zero? Yeah, I gotta think. Of, all right, so maniacs, if you have any good questions, because I'm definitely running up there. I don't give a like. I'm gonna find out where the microphone is. I'm gonna sit next to it, and so <clears> there's <throat> only like one question I will ask it. Nice. So maniacs, help me out. Help me think of some good questions for the Cora <sighs> panel. Did you know that Miley Cyrus's real name is Destiny Hope Cyrus? What? Now it makes sense why she changed her name to Miley. Right, because Destiny doesn't make a good pop singer name? No, no, no. It's See, Destiny's not a bad name. Hope is not a bad name. But combined, Destiny Hope Cyrus is bad. So wait. It's bad. Was it Destiny hyphen Hope? No, a middle name's Hope. Oh, okay. But Destiny Hope Cyrus? Ugh. No. Destiny no, thank Hope you. Cyrus. Yeah. I was... A- See, I always think she should have gone with Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> yeah. On air, baby. Yeah. You know that, that little bit of white stuff that accumulates at the side <laughs> of your mouth? That's what I think you are. <laughs> I just want her to, like, her next song should totally be, be put the bunny back into the box. That'd be awesome. She's already got, like, the, uh, you know, the, like, like, the sexy, like, teddy bear thing. Just turn that into, like, a sexy uh, bunny thing. I came in like the plane from Conair, <laughs> smashing on the Vegas Strip. Instead of getting shot down, we crashed into all the tourists and killed them. <laughs> I never understood why they didn't shoot the plane down. Like, they really thought it was better to crash on the Vegas Strip. They probably killed hundreds. They didn't clear those streets. <laughs> they kind of make true. a joke to it. They kind of make a joke to it. Like, at the end, when they show all the damage and John Cusick's like, yeah, this was much better. Or something, right? But, uh, like you know, like they're a bunch of convicts. They just hijacked a plane. That sounds like the best possible solution to yeah. rid yourself of millions of dollars of uh, spending on these dudes every year on death row. Yeah, there was officially what one one prison guard hostage left at that point. Yeah. So it's like you know, and they all say we don't negotiate with terrorists and stuff. She'll be remembered as a hero. You gotta blow blow that plane up, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, but after after they just ruined. Las Vegas. I think you know, I think at one point they had two like F sixteens ready to blow it up, but then like Nick Cage got on the radio and he's like, Hold on, hold on, I'm here. I'm here yeah. to save the day. They're like, Fuck. Now we can't <laughs> blow it up. Nick Cage makes quality movies. Did you see face off? We can't blow it up. Alright, call off the guards. Yeah. <laughs> I so mean we and that was like ninety seven. They're like he hadn't even reached the apex of some of his shit. Well, now they'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, it's Nick Cage." Yeah, no, no, <laughs> back no, away. No, now they'd be like Bullock from the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. Okay, blow it up. 
Yeah. Blow it up, Indy. And he like moves all the other guards away. Blow it up. We know you can't. Yeah. We know you love Nick Cage too much. <laughs> Go ahead. You've got the bazooka. Blow it up. And it, and he'll like slowly like puts it down in size. Like oh, I can't do it. He might make Ghost Rider three. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, you know, like he'll have like one eyebrow and like partial hair on top of his head. Mm. Like he won't. He won't need the voodoo mask to believe that he's the Ghost Rider. Oh, it's gonna be so awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait for him to like. All right, like, Ghost Rider two. He like had flaming pee. But this one, this time, he needs to go full on. Like, oh, how would the Ghost Rider uh, eat cereal in the morning? Would it be like a flaming bowl of cereal? I just wish Nick Cage would do a zombie movie. It's like zombie movies are fucking hot. Like zombie is a hot property now. Okay. Clearly, clearly, it's one of the best television shows rating wise. You know, zombie movies make bank every single time. How is Nicolas Cage not a zombie yet? Because man, he only does the projects that he likes. Well, let's call it King. I mean, he's a comic book fan, though. Yeah. So maybe he likes Walking Dead or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we just call it, like King of the Zombies. You know, maybe you know he could be like an Elvis impersonator that got bit or something. <laughs> so he could be like Zombie Elvis. It's been done, man. Been done. Oh shit! Sorry. There was well, zomb- there was Zombie Santa. You can't go any farther than that. That is pretty fucking awesome. Um. I just feel like he he doesn't do TV, so like zombies are all over TV right now. Like Brad Pitt at the zombie movie last year, okay, but like too many zombies on TV because they're cheap. Mm. It's cheap to do. Well, did you see uh, South Park two weeks ago? They gave a new episode. I didn't I didn't catch the Minecraft episode, but I did see oh. the uh, the first one of the season. Oh, so you saw the, with the NSA, right? And they're like, how yes. does how does the government monitor um, who's all doing bad stuff? And they find out that they have Santa as a slave hooked up to monitors. <laughs> so I can tell from Santa who's being naughty or nice, and that's like their whole source. That was great. That was that was a great build. Like the whole, the whole episode was like kind of funny, and then they're just like show you like half cyborg Santa Claus for a second. The best was I don't know why I noticed this, but you noticed they had like. A shit tube going up his butt. Yes. <laughs> South Park's the best. No, this episode with Minecraft is so funny because it's all about making fun of people that say that um, kids shouldn't play video games. Oh, good. But they spin it, you know, because they never go right out and say it. So they spin it the other way. This time, they said too many adults are watching murder porn on TV, which is basically all those CSI shows that start off with like a husband and wife and one of them kills the other one and then cheats on them with someone else. Right. And they said that adults love watching this murder porn. They love watching um, these uh, crime uh, shows where there's some awesome sex and terrible uh, murder. Mm -hmm. So all the kids are afraid that their parents are going to murder each other. So they start putting parental blocks on TV so the adults can't watch their crime shows. And the adults are like, wait a minute. Just because I watch a crime episode on television doesn't mean I'm going to murder somebody. And they're like, hmm, mm. you mean just like how just because I play Grand Theft Auto doesn't mean I'm going to rob someone and run them over? Right, and that's where, and that's where, that's, that's always the argument gamers have made, and that's usually where, like, the Jack Thompsons and the ambulance chasers of the world are like, but it's different. In a video game, you control the guy with the gun. It's like a murder simulator where you actually kill people. It's not a passive thing. It's an aggressive thing. Oh, well. So anyways, yeah, that's South Park. And, and they incorporate Minecraft into it, which was pretty funny. That's nice. No, dude, I, I, played, I played Minecraft in my real life, man. I don't need South Park to jokey-joke about Minecraft. Last night I was like... The, uh, the the kid went down uh, to sleep. Like, uh, we had a babysitter. We get back, and the babysitter's like, he cried for four hours straight. 
<laughs> and we're like, oh, crap, that sucks. But hey, he went down to sleep early because he tired himself out crying all the time. Yeah, he should be like, oh, good, he should be tired. That's what we pay babysitters for, <laughs> to deal with the shit part. I know, I know, poor baby. As soon as we leave, he's in this in attachment thing where he's just like, don't go, I'll be so sad. Mm-hmm. And part of, partially we're like, oh, that's so adorable. And then other partially we're like, oh, man, please don't cry yourself three hours and have like an aneurysm and, you know. So yeah. Anyway, so... So he went down early. So I was like, "Oh, oh man, I'm hankering for some Minecraft." So I pulled up the, um, I went offline, because uh, on the on, man on the online uh, world I've been playing, they took out they they destroyed most of my um, kick-ass cathedral. Like in in the world, they gave me like a plot of land, but then nobody in the town was really using any of the plots of land next to mine. Mm. So I was like, "I'm just gonna usurp this and uh, see what happens." So I built this giant complex over, like, a ton of land. Maybe, like, five to ten plots of land. And it, like, Hmm. took up a ton. And, like, you know, people around me who had, like, these giant, you know, like, balloons up in the sky made out of blocks. And this, like, thing that looked like an island had, like, come out of the ground, you know, and was pouring water out of it. And I was like, oh, those guys did it. Why not? Right. And so I come back after a few weeks and uh it, most of it's gone i'm just down to my original plot of land and the uh the admins like you cannot build outside your plot nah take that i know i know Damn. but secret secretly I, I i dug a tunnel underground to the bottom of the world as deep down as you can go and i made a bat cave underneath everybody's plots oh that's cool yeah i'm adventuring down there so anyway so i haven't gone back to there for a while but i've, I've been going offline and um last night i was like i'm going to make a tower because I got dumped into this world, into a lake, uh, where I found out that like uh, monsters can't spawn on water, it mm. seems. And Endermen, which is which are like the uh, the the most feared monster, they teleport and throw stuff at you. Yeah. Um, they can't cross water. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So I built a house in the middle of this lake, and last night I turned it into a kick-ass tower. Yeah. Yeah, which takes a long time because you have to. You have to go into the earth, and you have to harvest all this cobblestone, because, like, every stone that you build out of the tower, you have to get from somewhere. So it's, like, a lot of, like, mine build, mine build, mine build. But at the end, it was like, hey, this looks like something. Hmm. You know what would help with all the stone? What's that? If you used a wrecking ball, <laughs> you smashed all the mine blocks. They did. They used a, they used a wrecking ball on my, my online plot house cathedral thing. You know, I don't, I don't know why this got me thinking about Sims, but, you know, like Sims branched out. You could do uh, roller coaster Sims. Mm-hmm. And then eventually all these kind of Sim-like games popped up on the internet, like Farmville and stuff. Oh, yeah. How come there, How come Walmart hasn't done a Sims game? What do you like mean? You, like? like you make your own super center and then you decide what rows and aisles and what stuff you're going to put in the aisles to, to get more people into the store and to make more money. Like... How is that not a, a Walmart Sims game? You're like, all right, how can I drive more people to the store? Guns, guns, guns. <laughs> and so you put guns right next to, like, the toy aisle. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that doesn't work. So you put it next to, like, really, really, really extra extra large lingerie aisle. <laughs> like Walmart has. They've got the really extra large lingerie. <laughs> I mean, like, how, how can you... Uh, I would think, like, the Walmart game would be like, how can I attract the weirdest looking people yeah. with low, low prices? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, how does Walmart not have their own Sims? Like, you make your own super center. You just put whatever you want. I'm like, people that love Walmart but love to complain about it, too. Be like, yes, in my Walmart, 
all the food is right next to all the drugs. It's perfect. <laughs> I don't have to walk across the store in my fat legs. And in my Walmart, I will we'll, uh, we'll spend some of our capital on extra uh, motor scooters for, <laughs> for lazy people. So that like everyone's got motor scooters in there. So then you need to make like passing lanes in your aisles and stuff. This would be a gold mine for Walmart. Make your own Sims game. Walmart like, Sim Supercenter. See, I think I think what, what Walmart should really do is get rid of the Supercenter. We don't need it. We don't need it. Get rid of the Supercenter and just have like uh, a conveyor belt uh, with mm-hmm. like uh, with like a touch screen. So you just like wheel up to it in your car and the conveyor belt comes right into your mouth and you just push <laughs> the touch screen and it's like um, it's like the bulk food aisle. Yeah. Where like you know, like you get like the bulk food, except it just comes down the conveyor belt into your mouth. So you just have to like have the energy to open your lower jaw uh, just a little bit and like do the trick with your throat where you just like open it up and receive food. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what everybody really wants. No, this is what our our, our Walmart like. We have uh, in our town we have a, su- a Walmart Supercenter, and they just open up another Walmart, and this one's called a Fresh Center. What? Yeah, they're trying to be like Trader Joe's. What? So they opened a fresh center right next to Trader Joe's, and all the employees dress a little bit nicer, and it's all supposed to be fresh produce. Yeah, guess what? Fresh doesn't mean jack. Yeah. Fre- the word fresh, the word uh, natural, that mm. doesn't mean anything. Hey, well, guess they're... what? Yeah. Hey, does that sound a little better? Uh, oh, are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, I thought you were like going off on your Walmart tangent. No, I was, and then it was, then I was like, hmm, checking my system preferences. I'm like, hmm, Audacity uh, doesn't look as good. Uh, uh, I wonder which microphone I'm using. Hmm. Anyway. Oh uh, well, this is a perfect time for me to tell my scary story then. All right, all right. Yeah, well, it's, not a, it's not about Walmart. No. I'm already scared because, like, I'm just thinking the people of Walmart and why I never go there. Okay, so like I said, I'll preference this. These are all true stories that happened to me. I just don't know how real they were when they happened. Okay. Okay, so back in the day, we used to live in the woods. Yes. We used to go in the woods all the time. Us, our neighbors, we take one of our dogs and stuff. And we had a lot of big hills back in the woods, and they they went pretty far back there. And there's nobody, let's just say, we were on a, a street with only two houses. Yeah, dead end dirt road. So there weren't really neighbors. Mm. So, one day, and and if you go, if we went far enough back in the woods, there you had to go up and down three hills. If you went up and down three hills, which is a pretty large walk, um, if you went up and down three hills, you came upon this a stream and a clearing, and all these trees that were compressed up against each other. They were so smushed up against each other with their branches, you couldn't walk through them. Mm. And we called it the neutral zone. Right, because suddenly, and and not just that. Uh, I mean, they were close together, insanely close, but they were also like there was no leaves yeah. on the trees. They were just weird dead trees. It was almost like nature's fence. <laughs> and so we determined that it was it was a way of telling you to not go there. You know, like in in Star in Star Trek, the neutral zone is the the there's like a small designation between the Klingon Federation and Starfleet. And so don't violate the neutral zone because it's like a fence keeping the war and countries away from each other. So we called this the neutral zone because right up against the stream in the bank, the first time we were there, we saw this giant skull. And it was either the skull of a deer or a dog. Whoa. You remember that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. We dug it out of the bank because we thought it was like a, a shoe or something, and it was just a giant skull. Oh, man. And um, so to get into the neutral zone, the trees were so compact. You actually, there was like uh, two foot, the trees, the branches didn't start until like two feet up. So you actually had to crawl underneath about 15 foot 
of uh, a tree fence to get into the woods beyond it. And when we got in the woods beyond it, we noticed that we never heard any animal noises. No birds would be chirping, no squirrels would be stomping around or anything. And it was always kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. So one day, of course, I decided to go by myself. <laughs> I, you know, you were playing with He-Man guys and our neighbors were off doing who knows what. And so I took our trusty little dog, our Corgi, who we named Zartan. Mm-hmm. Uh, villain of the G.I. Joe cartoon series. <laughs> so I took my little dog Zartan, went up and down three hills, got to the neutral zone, there's the skull and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go in by myself. That's going to be awesome. Had to literally crawl underneath the tree fence. Our dog is short enough that he just skips on right in there. <laughs> yeah. And we get into the neutral zone area. And it's kind of like a flat area, and to your right, there's a giant hill that leads up to a meadow. Mm. So I'm walking along, and once you know it, you know, there's no birds, there's no animals. It's very eerie. I'm in the woods, you know, um, 12 years old at the time. You know, mm-hmm. this is prime. I'm at the prime age to go missing and get killed. <laughs> to never be found again. There's a prime age. They're like, oh, he's 12. Well, this is the year. That's the prime age for, like, those uh, murdered in the woods stories. Yeah, Robert Sack, like, tonight on Unsolved Mysteries, a young boy goes into the woods with his dog so here's the thing all of a sudden I get this creepy feeling you know hair stands up on the back of my neck creepy feeling that I'm being watched and I look around and I'm looking and stuff and I'm just kind of like come on I'm psyching myself out this is stupid and I look up the hill to my right and there's this clump of trees there's probably like three trees together halfway up this hill and I see like some kind of shadow behind the trees and I'm like whatever this is stupid right so the corner of my eye, I swear to God, I thought I saw the shadow behind the trees move just a little bit. Mm. Whatever. My mind's playing tricks on me. Except our dog Zartan looks at the same trees and starts growling. Oh, geez. The dog is growling. Now, the dogs, we all know dogs have much better vision, hearing, sense of smell than humans. Right, right. Um, <laughs> which, right. Except when it comes to other dogs' butts, in which case they're like, I have to stick my nose all the way in just to be sure. Yeah, so our dog starts growling at those trees. So I'm like, fuck. You know, like, is this is there actually something there? So I, I look again. I'm staring at it. Now I'm like, oh, my God, if I stare at it, whatever's up there is going to know that I'm looking at it. So this is probably bad news. Some kind of shadow behind the trees moves again. Moves again. Mm-hmm. And this time our dog whimpers and fucking takes off. <laughs> oh, damn. The dog whimpers and leaves me. Man's best friend leaves, and he goes out of the neutral zone. He takes off for the tree fence, scoots under the tree fence, and leaves. I'm like, holy shit. What what first made our dog growl and then made him take off and ditch me? Like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. And that that dog fought many times much bigger dogs. He's not a cowardly dog. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. So... He takes off. I'm like, what the shit is going on here? So I'm like, all right, what do I do? Because if I start to run right now, that is just basically admitted to whatever's up there that the gig is up. I see the shadow move again, and in slow motion, I just start fucking booking it. (laughs) As soon as I start running back towards the tree line, guess what I hear? Something is coming crashing down the hill towards me towards the spot I was just at. I mean, this is in the fall. There's tons of leaves everywhere. Like, you can't walk silently. All I hear is... Something is booking down the hill, 
crashing through the leaves in the swing. So I'm like, oh, my God. I dive, baseball slide, head first under that tree line, and I'm on my knees on my elbows like, uh, 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 like crawling out there just waiting for something. Whatever it was that's now going down the hill is now behind me. It's not going down the hill. It's not on the, and now it's on the level playing field, and it's coming towards the trees. I'm waiting for something to grab me and pull me back down. So I get through the tree line, one jump over the stream. I start heading up the first hill. I'm like, uh, uh. I hear something hitting the, that tree line. I don't know what the fuck it is. I get up the tree. Now, I, I, like, I roll down the, the hill. I go up the second hill. And now I'm just crying. The tears are coming down my face. I'm like, uh, 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 you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to die. And now those hills are steep. Yes. It's so wild to go up and down them. I'm trying to run them. So I'm basically like clawing at the ground, trying to pull myself up. You know, digging in with my toes and stuff. And all the while, I think this thing's got me. I go up and down the first hill, up and down the second hill, go up the third hill. Now, that last hill, it comes out at a clearing, and you can look down. You can see where a treehouse is. And just through the trees, you can see where our house is. Mm-hmm. I just crest the top of the hill, and something fucking grabs me. Grabs me by the ankle. Damn. I feel like this pain. I'm like, ugh. And I try. I, lead, I, I like lunge forward, and I get out of whatever it was grasped. But it sends me head over heels. I fucking do two somersaults. And then I spring to my feet like a ninja. Straight out of the somersault. Running down this hill. I get into the clearing. I can see our house. I run down the little hill that leads to our driveway. I guess I'm running so fast that I can't stop myself. And I fucking barreled into our front door. I was like, bam! Into the front door so fucking hard. Almost knocked myself out. Grab it, open it, slam the door, come in through the mudroom, slam that door to get into the living room. Our parents are sitting on the couch, and I'm like, ah, I was fucking died. It's all over me. It grabbed me. And they're like, and they're like, what? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm like in tears, and I'm out of breath and stuff, and I'm just like, can't believe I'm alive. Right. It's like, you don't understand. So they're trying to grab me, and blah blah blah. blah. And I look, and our dog is already home. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck me. You left me. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to tell them. And, of course, they're looking at us. And they're, they don't even get off the couch. Oh, man. Come on. Come on. We're like, really? I'm like, you don't understand. I almost died. So I get to the part of the story where I tell them that something grabbed me. I look down. My jeans are shredded. Jeez. Oh, my knee. And I've got huge, three huge scratch marks just above my ankle. Mm-hmm. Just above my ankle. Jeans are ripped. And I've got scratch marks on my leg. Hmm. So I'm like, are you, are you see? I'm pointing this. I'm like, you see? And my dad's like, well, you know, you probably stepped in between two branches, you know, and the branches tripped you and the, you know, the branches ripped your jeans or whatever, which is fully possible. But <laughs> I was just like, no, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I'm like, you know, and so that's my story. Wow. And so now that enough time has passed, you know, we can, we can evaluate this a little bit. But sure. I was just like to say, exhibit A. I did get the creepy crawlies, thinking that something was up there, and I saw a shadow move. You could say that's you could say that's bullshit. But our dog growled at it, then whimpered and fleed the scene. <laughs> fled the scene, <laughs> leaving me there. And I feel like that is my strongest evidence that something was going down. I mean, that was kind of a dick move. I mean, yeah. on Zartan's part. Yeah, man. I mean, clearly we named him correctly because we named him after the villain who would always try and save his own skin. True. And leave Cobra Commander behind. I mean, maybe he heard, like, the distant ding of a microwave oven 
finishing like like Zappa snacks, like the pizza on a on a roll. And he was like, oh, Zappa snacks. I want to curl over and lick my balls for a bit and like possibly get some cheese off the ground on the kitchen floor. Now, here's the thing. Coyotes have been spotted in those woods. A bobcat has been spotted. A cougar. A cougar was killed in the next town, next door town of West Valley. Dang. was killed in that. T- and a bear came down and our next door neighbor, the Martin family, killed a bear. See, that's the fir- that was the first thing I thought of was like, oh, okay, something dark in the shadows chasing you, probably a bear. It, I mean, they, so all those all those uh, creatures I just listed have been spotted in those woods. This is up in New York. Those have been spotted. They're rare, but they have been spotted up there. A bear has been killed. A cougar has been killed. Uh, you know, why, coyotes have been spotted all the time. I mean, obviously, obviously, if it was a coyote, I probably should just turn around and kick its ass. I mean, well, coyotes wouldn't chase you. I mean, unless it, I mean, it could have been actually. You know, Eric, it was probably uh, it was probably a squirrel that uh, was a bit rabid, and so Zartan is not going to mess with like a squirrel that's like high on rabies. That's well, a squirrel would have caught me. Those fuckers are fast. Yes. See, that's the thing too. Like, uh, first of all, we have to say, was there something? And then two, we have to say, was that the something that caught me on the third hill, or those unrelated things? I mean, you're 12 years old. I mean. I could probably catch a 12-year-old running straight out and, like, I'm not, like, an athlete. But I am also have the fear of death in me, and that is the ultimate motivator. True. And I was in shape. So, I don't know. Wow, you could, know? Be, could be anything. Or did was there something there and then maybe I did catch uh, some kind of step in a hole or something? That's what tripped me up at the end and ripped my pants? I don't know. Or was it a crazy pedophile man? And maybe I would have been raped and killed in the woods that day. Maybe he was hiding in the branches and then just never caught me. You know, if, I, <laughs> I, it's possible. If there, if there's, if there's anybody that would have done it, it would have been our next door neighbor that lived in the trailer right next door. Because like the first time I ever saw, with no context, uh, a bloody, ripped open, guts missing corpse hanging upside down. Uh, in somebody's garage was just wandering through our neighbor's uh, yard and there it was mm. you know uh, it was a deer not a person okay that's but, uh, less cool <laughs> yeah, I know I know but it was still just like you know you're a kid you'd never seen like blood and guts before and then suddenly somebody murdered this animal that's about human sized and you know do all the things to it because they're going to eat the uh, the meat eventually mm. my god that was shocking I mean, I over the years I've tried to rationalize what happened because just telling you the story like creeped me out again. Oh, well, I mean, creeped me out too. I mean, I've been in those woods. It definitely happened to some extent. Mm. You know, I'm not making up the fact that I was scared and I ran. I'm not making up the fact that our dog was scared and stuff. Maybe there was an animal back there, and once I started running, maybe it ran away, and that was the crashing noise I heard, and maybe that was it. Maybe that was the extent of what happened. Our dog knew there was an animal there. I took off. The animal took off. And then maybe when I got to the top of the third hill, I did step in some branches that tripped me and cut me up. I don't know. I guess that's the most rational explanation. Mm. But as far as I'm concerned, there's some killer man bear pig in there that was trying to get me. At least it wasn't some dude like hunting, or you'd probably be shot. Well, you never know. You, you know? You read about the shit in the paper. Well, you don't read papers anymore. No. You read about the shit <laughs> online all the time. You know? Bad shit goes down in the middle of the woods. You know? So, True. uh terrifying and of course one week later i grabbed you and three of our neighbors and two of our dogs and we all went back to that same spot 
Oh yeah, well I mean I, I'm I, <laughs> I'm strength kind of, in numbers. Strength in numbers. I'm kind of expecting like this whole October just just to be about the neutral zone because like there've been many misadventures over there, getting lost. Like that the one time where like Leah and Jared were with us, you know, and uh, and 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 we had just watched that movie uh, Bride of Boogity. Yeah. And and so every once in a while somebody'd be like, It's Boogity and <laughs> Leah screams and we're all like, Ah and run out of there and, and there was one of the hills like going down out of the neutral zone was just like quicksand. Yep. And uh Leah like ran in there with the rest of us, but her feet like she was wearing these winter boots and her foot just went like yep. all the way down and got caught and she's like ah, ah, ah survival of the fittest yeah and i was like let's just get out of there and you're like no we have to go back for her because she's just screaming and hollering can't move can't think to get her to just like take her boot off Mm -hmm. to get out of there nope she can't move so she's gonna be killed by the boogity yeah so yeah that was that was real life scary story top five of things that have scared the shit out of me in my life at some point i don't know exactly what happened but i know that something happened and it took a couple weeks for the uh the scratch marks on my leg to heal Wow, well, I'm not uh, saying they had like alien acid in them. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, like, did you turn into a werewolf afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty scary. Well, thank you for sharing, Eric. Very nice. You're welcome. All it's, right. Well, cheaper than therapy. I, I know. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that. Is be like, oh, you got married, so you're a professional therapist now. Yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, uh, all right. So. <laughs> so uh do you have anything else or is that it for this week i'm spent all right good so i look forward to uh god new york comic-con is happening so maniacs if there's like like i said if there's anything you want me to see any questions you want me to ask let us know on our facebook page otherwise uh, i'll see you guys next week sweet i can't wait for comic-con stories and uh you know like i said maybe uh you come in like a wrecking ball with hulk hogan yeah Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. I'm gonna see two movies. The one, uh, what we call it, Akira, 25th anniversary screening. I'm mm. there. That's and, cool. Uh, and this movie called Wolf Children. I have no idea what it's about, <laughs> but it's exact. But it's 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 in the exact same theater, like mm. right before, and it's free. So I'm gonna go. Okay. Yeah, like it, it won it won like um, the Japanese Academy Prize for best animation film. So it's gotta be good. Mm, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. But Akira, done. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. See ya. All right. Check us out. Facebook, jumpmanpodcast.com, eldorgeek.com, retrowartv.com. Eric. Stitcher Radio. Eric, look behind you. What? It's the, it's the black shadow. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Jumpman engaged. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.